This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of John Carey, Laura Pickren, Nico Batson, Elizabeth Clark, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Irene Viarito, the Cam family, Charles Compton, Emily Estella Scott, Michael Clark, and David Scrams, as well as all of our generous patrons. You know, the easiest way I've found to eliminate a foe from the battlefield is to simply eliminate the battlefield. If I'm somewhere else and you're not, then you can't kill me. Gerard Danis, Ondarian War Wizard. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. We kind of just took care of things that were on our list. Thanks for sticking with us, folks. Yeah. This, this one's going to be saucier. Um, okay. <laughs> Eric made a mask out of his mother's old helmet. Yep. Uh, it does not Dex, look like a bird. Dex found out that he is going to be a flashy gentleman for as long as he wants to have good armor. And we found out that Beric no longer needs to use Erebus as a, as a cane. Yeah. The viewer found that out Yeah, a week to ago. be fair, that was a couple weeks back when they found out. Well, there you go. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet either, but... Um... Okay. Let's, let's be fair. Barrick made a Sith mask. That's yeah. really what happened here. Is Barrick made Continuing a Sith mask. The, uh, the Star Wars motif from that reduced yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, um, we uh, have combat because the last thing that happened was a portal opened up and two gray-skinned, creepy-looking things with uh, spike legs and harpoon arms uh, walked through and are making a beeline to Barrick. So, Initiative. Beric. 18. Dex. 28. Booyah. 21. Nice. Nice. I have a That'd be nice on a three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need to audit that character sheet real quick. Um, okay, so uh, Dex, you are up first. Okay. Um, People are running around screaming, tripping over tables. Right, which is why I'm not pulling my knife out. Uh, so I guess I'm going to step up to one of the two. Are they in a line? Or are they one closer to me? Side by side. Other? Side by side. The one on my right. I step up to what the heck because I haven't used it yet let's say the uh, ribbon weave was behind me leaning against the wall if I draw the rapier and I'm going to hit it with the rapier yeah that's that's yeah not great uh 13 that is a miss okay then I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to disengage 
And do I have some movement just to kind of get back level yeah. with my crew? Yeah. Okay. I would say they're uh, 20 feet away. So. Yeah, perfect. Then I go up, try one, disengage, come back to defensive stance with these two. Okay. Uh, that would be Booyah. I'm going to mark the one on the right. Okay. And. Audience right. <laughs> Listener right. Stay, stay. <laughs> yes. I'll do a stereo effect so it'll be in your right ear. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're going to make the big sounds? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Based on their picture, their sounds are all. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're very blue mm. whale sound looker. Mm. Oh, blue whale is where you mix blueberry wine <laughs> and <laughs> ale. Now I'm mad. <laughs> and a killer whale is where you mix some of that poison into, <laughs> into a mixture of wine and ale. What a horrible cock. I was going to say pure grain alcohol. That's a killer whale. Alright, I guess I'm going to go ahead and shoot at one. Okay. I guess. The one on the right. Have advantage on an unacted enemy on the first turn. Uh, even better. So that's going to be. Um, are these aberrations? No. I was trying. So that's going to be thirty-one to hit. Yeah, I don't know why you needed an extra buff on that. No, not on that. Not on that. Just on the damage. Yes, a 31 hits. Yeah, I figured it did. Do you want to pull out the old PHB, make sure, or the monster manual, make sure? That is a 12 damage. What are those considered? Are they considered undead? Monstrosities. Monstrosities. Second attack. What more monstrosities in 5th edition than the previous edition? Do I still have advantage on them? Says I, I have advantage on the first turn on an unacted enemy. First turn, yeah. I mean, rules is so written. It's first turn, so that's going to be nineteen. Hit. Sucker's marked for that one. That was a five until I pushed it back. Well, it would have been a five on the floor, and you would have had to. True. 13 damage. Okay. Eric. And your your arrows make a sickening kind of sound. Like, it's just like, like they're almost, I don't want to say hollow on the inside, but there's just, yeah, not a lot going on in there. So. Uh, Beric rises from his seat and turns facing the two creatures. And I need them to make both make a charisma saving throw for favore. I don't know a lot about these guys, but looking at them, they're strong too. Real, real charm, charming fellas. They're not people monsters. They both got twelve. Beric looks at them and is just. Is just filled with He just feels indignant that she's doing this. 
and he just looks at them and says, not today. And he reaches out a hand and just makes a gesture, pushing them away. And they are both banished back to their original plane. That was... Okay. Booyah just goes... Let's talk about stuff for another hour. Booyah think that don't take long. Beric turns around, sits down, and resumes drinking his wine. Okay. Booyah say, okay, everybody, sit down. Everything, bad thing gone. Is a, it, did the portal go away? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, were those from Raven? I think they were. Well, I guess I should ask. Is there something I would need to roll to make the connection between those things and the thing that grabbed me and tried to carry me back into Dolor? Um, I mean, you could make some... You could basically infer based on similar physiology and the fact right. that, I mean, you recognize Dolor sure. on the other side of the portal. So uh, basic logic could right. tell you that, yeah, probably similar style creature. Not entirely the same, but similar. I don't know that they're in her service. They didn't seem so when I was there. But it's the same kind of creature that grabbed me that time. Right. And, in, they, and they were definitely in the at you this time. So. Yeah. I figured a one-to-one... It's the same kind of creature with presumably the same goal, but I don't know. I'm not entirely sure it's a connection to her. Understood. Well, I'm going to get some nachos. Um, (laughs) So a few hours go by, um, and you hear a ping in your ear. And, hey, uh, hey guys, we are pulling into dock in the upper wards, the upper district. Um, it, at the, the docks up here. So whenever you all want to, uh, want to come up here, uh, Booyah, Cassie showed me where your, uh, your hidey hole was for some of your money. So we're going to use that to pay for the docking fees. Okay. Yeah, Booyah said that good. Cool. Well, I just got fries for the table. So <laughs> yes. So we stay and have loaded cheese fries. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the ship. <laughs> No, yeah, we're going to the ship. I've missed my boat. Okay. So, yeah, it doesn't take any time really for you all to get up to the uh, upper district. Um, the docks are easy to find uh, up there. Lots of lots of shipments uh, coming in and out. Uh, a lot of very large airships with uh, various uh, heraldry of the, the 12 uh, and also, like, important families, that kind of stuff. Um, but you do see, um, the borrowed time, uh, docked and awaiting your sweet embrace. I hug it. I do not. <laughs> I do not embrace the ship. Uh, no, we get on. And I think the first thing I want to do is say, uh, as soon as you get on, hey. you hear footsteps as a small figure runs up and wraps his arms around your thighs. Oh, hi, Charlie. <laughs> I've missed you so much. <laughs> hey, Cassian, how you doing, bud? Good. I've been I've been doing stuff that you taught me. I've been stealing stuff and hiding it, and I think I found all of Booyah's gold. All of? I mean, there's a lot. All right. Well, I counted it one day. There's like 
fifty. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's all of it. <laughs> no need to look for any more. You know we can't keep that, right, Cassian? But we stole it, right? But we don't steal from our friends except for, for practice, and we give it back. And only when they know, hey, this this time it's fine. It was just gold, and it wasn't really like it was in Booyah's quarters. You didn't break into his room or anything. And not like Booyah stand right here, hear a conversation. Also, Bo- why, why does... Oh, wait, he would have seen Booyah on the yeah, he would have seen Booyah. Um, you find Booyah money? Yeah. Dex says, yeah, he found all 50 gold pieces and winks twice. Because you definitely have more than 50, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cassian, that's pretty good. You keep money. Well earned. What? Sweet. You spend and- wisely. Um, you, so, so much, much money. money for a little kid. You need, you need help spin Booyah Take Shop one day. That's like someone with no concept of money, like Cassie's giving a lemonade stand a $50 or $100 bill. Cassie's going to buy so much candy, his foot's going to fall off. Um, <laughs> no, it's not even $100. Like, what's a it's week's a lot? What's, no, like, I know, you're right. Two gold pieces is like a week's wage. Uh huh. So it's, it's, like it, it's, it's just metal. Yeah, it's it's like, just metal, Booyah. He knows he can buy things with it. Yeah, it's it's an annual salary of a of a skilled worker. Yeah, that's that's what Cassian now has. To be fair, he clearly has a skill. It's true. He's a skilled laborer. <laughs> He's a um, sneak thief. <laughs> uh, well, we've ruined that child. Well, how was uh? I mean, let's be fair. His dad was not. That's fair. His dad was a pirate and he was, a spy. Yeah, like he was headed this direction. <laughs> That's true. Charlie is also in yeah. in tow, close behind Cassian. Hey, fellas. Well, how was? I'm sorry we um, put you out over the water for a while for no good reason. Oh, it's it's fine. We needed to get supplies anyway. So uh, I was planning on seeing what prices I could manage to uh, drum up in uh, Smuggler's Roost, but surely the pro- the economy will be better here in Sean. Not much better, but yeah, we are we we are still going back to Smuggler's Roost. Oh, but we still need the supplies. I'm with now, you. I'm with you. I'm just saying. We're another week down on them. So, um, any anything in particular you all would like me to pick up while I'm in town? Wine ale. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's a new thing. Some <laughs> wine and some ale in Sharn. We'll show you some. Okay. Um, Jace walks out of the little cabin. He's like, "All right, guys. So, uh, welcome back on board." Uh. Sorry that it took a minute to get back. I'm going to go find a room somewhere and sleep up uh, and get ready to go. So do you all need anything from me? Yeah, before you go. I mean, no trouble, no nothing. Clear skies, clear water. Oh, great. Uh, No, right. Blasted a hole through one. Yeah. The the sails have been taken down, but the mast is still there because Jace didn't know how to cut like remove a mast mid flight. So that's fair. So um, we'll see you back here in forty eight hundred. Uh, give or take. Yeah, making up military jargon. It's not in forty eight hundred. <laughs> I know that there is no forty eight hundred. Forty eight hours. <laughs> Everyone has a very slow rotation. It's a forty eight hour day. Oof. Um. Sometimes this show feels like it. Of course, an hour um, is like 15 minutes. So, yeah, of course, an hour is like 15 minutes. So, right. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go sleep. Sure. Fine. Cool. All right. Um, those are all the people that were there to greet you on deck. 
Beric will go down and knock on Oriana's cabin door because he doesn't know if she's here. Um, you do not get a response knocking on uh, her door. Um, give me a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, you do hear the faint, like, you hear some noise coming from the cargo hold. I l- poke my head around and look into the cargo hold. Um, you see Oriana down there, um, and she has kind of uh, created, assembled a makeshift Pell uh, training dummy um, that uh, you gave her the spear, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So she's training with that spear um, and doing some cool spinny stuff and uh, yeah, training with it. So she does not seem, uh, if she is aware of your presence, she has not indicated that she is. Uh, Beric will simply sit down uh, quietly and observe uh, her style, form. Okay. Fighting. You you quietly sit down um, and after probably about 10 to 15 seconds, um, she quickly spins around and uh, throws the spear and it buries into the crate next to you um, as she stands there for a second. So we had to come pick you up. I think Beric probably actually starts a lot when the spear hits the crate. Yeah. Because the spear is not at all magical. Uh, and so I don't think Beric sees the spear. <laughs> yeah. So you just hear an explosion next yeah. to you. Beric sort of puts a hand on the crate and runs it over to the spear. What's in this box? Uh, no idea. Then that probably wasn't a very good decision. And was it? Cassian scream. Out of fear, because it went right past his head. He's right. in the box. Um. <laughs> oh, it's probably just some foodstuffs. Nothing to worry about. Well, now there's holes in all the sacks. Hmm. What will Chuck say? I'm sure that Charlie wouldn't mind. You know a very different man than I do. Because I talk to him every once in a while. And I don't call him Chuck. Well, surely he thinks that's cute repartee that we have. Surely. What are we doing? We're going to Zendrick. We're going to obtain something called the Spear of Desert Winds. Thought you had another way down there. Thought we were following you at a distance. Thought I couldn't come. I'm very glad you didn't. It was not a good idea. On the whole. Well... Paolo offered for me to join her, disembark, and take the fight to Stormreach. But I thought, no, seems like Beric is on uh, a quicker path. Seems like he 
knows where to go and what to do. And then, after flying through the air, I find out we have to turn around and come back the way we came. And it seems like we're taking an awfully long time to get to where we need to go. Apollo's going to Stormreach, which is not where I need to go. That's where you need to go. Then we hang. If that's where you need to go, then we can arrange for that. But that's not where I need to go. I need to go wherever the people who took my brothers went. Well, that's where we're going. Then can we get on with it? We can as soon as the pilot is ready again. Listen, I'm not particularly thrilled that we had to make you turn around. We were hoping to be there quicker. But the way we took did not end up being the shortcut that we needed to take. And I'm very glad that you did not come down there because we met things. We came in, in contact with things beyond ourselves and beyond our abilities. It was probably a bad idea to go. But we did find one of the things we needed, so I suppose on the whole it was perhaps worth it, but I don't regret not taking you. Well, what are we going to do while we wait for the pilot to get ready? I plan to wait. What do you want to do? I don't know something. I've been waiting for over a week now on this ship. Surely there's something we can do. But you don't look like you've lacked for training opportunities. just been working on my forms you look good thank you getting better with that i'm trying probably better than i am with it well given the circumstances i don't imagine that would be too difficult Well, I have not had a great deal of luck telling you what you ought to do. Maybe I thought I should just stop trying to do that. What do you want to do? I... I want to fight. I've been training and training and training and training. To what end? Well, the people you want to fight aren't here. At least not in a form I can identify yet. If there are any of their agents here, they're well enough hidden that I don't know them. Didn't they invade this country? Surely there's some straggling about. I have no doubt they are, but I don't have a way of finding them. All right. And Sharn's an enormous city. It's 
not going to do much good for you and I to go wandering around looking for the right people to kill. All right. What are you all doing on the ship? Well, Charlie and Cassian, did they leave as we went in further in? Charlie did, but Cassian's still running around on the ship. I'm probably just screwing around with Cassian, playing games, playing catch with a piece of gold. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) That's how meaningless this has become. (laughs) We're playing hide and seek, and he wins. Then we play tag, and I burn him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Booyah, what are you doing? Uh, we was going to go uh, check in on Rickard. Okay. Is he back on our ship? And we leave him in Flamekeep along the way? Yeah. Well, no, we, we established that Gerald picked him up. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I apologize. We probably we probably have that conversation every third episode. <laughs> Anytime Rickard comes up, we're like, wait. We have to do this math again. Um, You find him in the, the last room that was assigned <laughs> to him. Um that I think was a storage closet. I believe that's correct. Cause I think that's right. He was about, Charlie was about to put him in a room and then Barrett gave that room to Paolo and, uh, Oriana. Um, so you find him in just a small nook with, uh, a, a book that he's kind of laying back reading. There's uh, vacant rooms now. He's just still staying there. No. Yeah. Um, Oh, hello. Booyah. Rickard, how go? Go well. Um, <laughs> Why stay down here? You know, empty room now. I I enjoy simplicity. Honestly, I there's something comforting about a small quarter with nothing to distract you. Uh, but yeah, I wonder something. Wonder why? Why Rickard stay? Rickard could go off in anywhere, start new life. Rickard, why stay? Well, um, I'm I'm a refugee. Booyah! I I'm from Stormreach and Zendrick specifically. I wandered the jungle, and uh, I learned in Flamekeep because I considered staying. Uh, thankfully, Gerald came back and picked me up, but. Um, I, I learned that, uh, my faith is not well accepted here. Um, some even call it, uh, heretical. Uh, so while there may be parts of this nation that may be more accepting than, uh, Flamekeep, I, I honestly don't know where I would go or who I could trust to have my best interest in mind. And I don't know anybody. I, I don't know anybody. Everybody that I knew was back in Stormreach, and they might have made it up here, but I certainly don't know where they are, how to begin looking for them. And I was one of the few last members of my order, so I certainly know that there's nobody up here that belongs to, to my order. Well, one thing, Booyah, no, we go, we go to Zendrick now. I know, and there, there is a, uh, a distinct possibility that I may disembark there and just wander off into the, the jungle and continue my pilgrimage. What, what pilgrimage? What do you mean, pilgrimage? The, the greatest honor for a, 
people of my order is to uh, be torches in the darkness for others. To uh, not be torture for nobody. Tor- Booyah, no tor- like torture. Torches, torches. Oh, tor- oh, oh. Yes, yes, yes. Now you understand my my meaning. Uh, to be beacons common, of light. Common confuse Booyah sometimes. Yeah. Um, to be a beacon of light in the darkness to guide others. Um, some of us go from village to village of uh, goblins or orcs or uh, other races that live in the Zendric jungle and help facilitate trade or just provide aid. Uh, we come up upon lost travelers very frequently and we try to guide them back to civilization things like that just well, trying to help people boy i like good thing rickard do boy i try to be good too yes good. i i know who you are and you're you seem to be doing well with it boy um, boy i try yes okay you read good book yes this is uh this is just the the doctrine of my my order and i i just read it sometimes for comfort to remind myself especially being separated uh, from my mission in life, what I've pledged myself to do, uh, it's nice to remind myself, especially being around uh, uh, slight variations of my own faith in the form of what's called the silver flame up here. Uh, it's it's good to remind myself of, of what uh, what I I carry with me and why I do what I do. Yeah, Booyah, I have a question too about silver flame, what he know, and it's yes, Booyah, I understand. Like what, Booyah? You know, Booyah hear one way about Silver Flame, then hear another way about Silver Flame and seem conflict. Now, I I don't know if we've made this clear in the past. I want to say we did, but I may be just conflating that in my head. Um, The the sigil that he wears on his his chest is the same as the ranger. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Booyah learned kind of same like, like, you oh but yes. then booyah go church and learn a little different well it it's one of those situations booyah where as your situation changes as your surroundings change uh, my my faith my doctrine is very helpful in in the situations i find myself in lost in the wilderness uh trying to guide others um, trying to be uh, selfless before I worry about my own needs, things like that. The my my doctrines reinforce those things. But people that live up here may have different needs uh, from from their faith, and so the the flame may speak to them in a different way than it does me. Mm, yeah, booyah! I think that that makes sense. Well, okay, well, booyah! I'm gonna leave you to book. Uh, well, if you uh, you need anything else, booyah! I'll probably be here okay still because got, the red-headed still... girl scares me <laughs> she okay boy i think you'd be safe well think is the operative word there not know and he chuckles to himself and settles back in booyah heads up to his room okay so anything else you all Is there anybody on the ship we're not thinking of? I think we've covered everybody. I think you've touched base with all the NPCs, yeah. We unlocked any of their personal quests yet? <laughs> um, no. So, um, okay. Well, um, it's it was about midday when you all got to the ship. So, if you all just spend the rest of the day with your dark thoughts, then um, nighttime comes. Uh, you all 
go back to your familiar beds. Where were you sleeping? I assume that at some point they patched the hole in the side of the ship. Presumably. I mean, surely, <laughs> surely Brelin shelled out for some repairs to our <laughs> ship at some point. Um, Bornell said it was gifted as is, no returns, <laughs> no warranty. Um, okay, so uh, you all uh, go to sleep um, and you wake up. Um, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly. I'm awake. Um, so yeah, it is, uh, another day. Um, you all have probably one more day of waiting before Jace is ready to go. Um, so anything you all would like to do in particular in the interim or just go ahead and move on. Um, (laughs) We've had six episodes of what do you want to do in the interim? I can't think of anything. I go rob a bank. (laughs) I'm strong as hell and I want some cash. Oriana goes with you. (laughs) Um, and Cassian probably take the kids and rob a bank. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's a movie right there. <laughs> as you all are getting up and about, uh, who, who would go up on deck first and for like, after you wake up, who's the early riser in the group? One, two, three, four. Booyah is. Okay. So, Booyah, you're up there stretching in your armor, uh, sun just peeking up over the horizon. Did you say stretching? What? (laughs) Did you say stretching? No, I said stretching. (laughs) Stretching in your armor. Stretching in in your armor. Stretching in your armor. It sounded like (laughs) stretching. Stretching. He's (laughs) stretching. And uh, in spite of the fact that you feel like you are up, like, first thing, ready to go, um, you see Charlie coming up the steps with two big burlap sacks over his shoulders. Full of weasels. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and a couple papers tucked underneath one of his arms. Um, and he like drops one's like, oh, hello, Booyah. I forgot that you were uh, the early riser in the group. Um, anything I can do for you while you're up here? Uh, no, Booyah, just enjoying morning break. Good, good. Going to eat. All right. Uh, would you like anything to read, a break from your book? And he holds up a couple of newspapers. Sure, booyah, take paper. Oh, there you go. I'm going to go down to the cargo hold and hope that Oriana hasn't destroyed anything else. Charlie enjoys his last few minutes before he becomes disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before his day becomes ruined already. Um, so you, uh, booyah, you, you look at the two front pages of the paper and you see two stories. Um, one is... Um, uh, a headline about uh, something like it's clear that this has been a heavily redacted story. Um, <laughs> this paper contains information <laughs> about something. About something. <laughs> I have no further news. Hate <laughs> all of you. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you. That was powerful. That was an own goal, buddy. <laughs> Uh, heavily redacted something. <laughs> it's a story regarding um, the uh, the uh, first bank of Kundarak in Sharn uh, was robbed last night. Uh, and while they are reporting that no money or anything was taken, um, they, they are investigating uh, an item that did go missing from the vault. So, but they, they don't give any clear indication 
of what was left behind, though the journalist did include the fact that at the scene of the crime, a white raven's feather was found, and um, all of the bank employees that were tending to the vault that night are dead. Um, so the other headline uh, is regarding um, the uh, the apparent uh, suicide of a uh, ambassador from Riedra last night um, who uh, was found uh, many stories below uh, where his, uh, his home would have been uh, crumpled on a bridge, apparently having jumped. So um, those are the two stories. Okay. Does the one about the ambassador click with, Booyah, make him think of anything. I mean, just... he's Riedrin, which you would know. Right, like, that was that, other not than, super. Other, you other you than probably that. don't feel too bad. Right, um, other than that. But um, the, the, the investigation clearly has just begun, so there's no like details about potential motive or anything like that. Um, just reporting the event as it occurred kind of thing. Dex okay. has awakened at this point. He goes up on the deck to stretch. Check the rigging. <laughs> there isn't any. I know it is nothing's rigged. And it's so disappointing. There's something there gotta be something rigged. The lifeboat. <laughs> All the netting that's always on the side of ships. Anyway, like, he says, uh, hey, hey booyah, what you're reading. I mean a bunch of netting, cargo netting off the side of this ship would not be a terrible idea. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Especially given your history on this ship. True. Uh booyah read paper. Dex need come see. Dex come sees. Shows <laughs> bank rob, white white feather, and look Rierdren ambassador. Buyarid say he died jump. Does it say the physical state of the Rierdren ambassador? You know, besides smushed. I mean, he had hit terminal velocity before he hit the ground, so. I just, they can't tell if he not the not way, super yeah can't tell if he looked the way he did when he was alive yeah what color is changing blood <laughs> iridescent <laughs> I, it might be looked like person feather rob bank well kill people I'll say this got something to do today now which is great. Find out about this bank and this reentry ambassador. As opposed to just saying I don't need to do anything in the interim. See what I'm saying here, fellas, is plot points have been introduced. <laughs> well, when Barrett gets up, uh, I will definitely uh, let the three of us get together and decide if we want to pursue any of these things. Sound good? That sounds good, booyah. Sounds good to me. Would you like anything? I'm headed back to market. Charlie, Cassie been teaching you how to be sneaky. I had no idea you were here this whole time. <laughs> very, very sneaky. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Barrack's awake. Uh, uh, Charlie, no, I don't need I don't need anything special. Uh, booyah? Booyah. Booyah, good. No getting no more cheese. Is Char known for anything? Groceries, like like towers. So food wise, though, like is there a certain way they prepare? No, like chocolate towers. It's like Charnian bacon or Charnian preserves. Is there a particular way they make a cod or a whitefish? Is there 
Anything? I can find that food. out for you. We just take food. That's all. Just, oh, hello, Eric. But please, don't, Booyah, say no more cheese. Too much cheese already. Booyah, I hate cheese. Smell everywhere. Yeah, Booyah, I didn't know what you're talking about. Keep that cheese. Oh, we established a long time ago. Oh, right. Booyah, yeah, 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 not like yes, cheese. Um, also, Booyah, I'm going to pick up some uh, metal polish for your armor. It's looking a bit dull. Oh. Like, we could really shine that up a bit. Make you pop. Make Booyah pop? <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. It make you visually, visually pop. Make you shine. Not like shine visually like pop, a, but like a beacon. I hate everything you, that's happening. Do you right see now. Dex? Dex pops. <laughs> yeah, he popped too much. If pop a word. If pop a word. <laughs> hey, Barry. <laughs> yes. But if you think it stopped rust or something, Booyah takes All right, good. Come, come check this. Yes, you need come read paper. I'm going to read Derek, it. Derek, please gonna, come read the paper. I'm going to read it to him. Booyah. Oh, that's, sorry, Derek. Booyah. <laughs> booyah. <laughs> well, you don't need Booyah say, you know, Nikkei no more Booyah thing. Maybe you, I don't know. We're not there yet. We, get, we get there, Beric. <clears throat> come here. Unless the writing is magical, I cannot read it. Basically, what it says is, uh, last night, a uh, a bank was broken into. You may not be surprised to learn that it was Kunderak. And the White Raven. And the White and, Raven did it. To he, he, killed, he killed all the people, too. Buyasi, yeah, yeah, this time paper. he killed all the guards. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, uh, a uh, Riedrin ambassador. Now, hang on. This is Jeff breaking through some hot <laughs> To the tapes. other side. How do they know it was a Riedrin ambassador, but they can't tell what species he is? Identification papers. A likely story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, turns out the uh, Riedrin am- A, Riedrin ambassador. Are there multiple here in Charn? Probably. Yeah. It's a big city. A Riedrin ambassador um, was found down uh, below uh, where he's supposed to be. Uh, but he got there real fast. He smushed down. He was thrown or fell. Fell off of a tower and fell to his death. That's what you're trying to, That's what, what I'm trying to yeah, tell you. you're trying yeah. to tell me. The story says suicide. <sighs> I'm trying to decide how to react to that. Are we unhappy about that? Oh, uh, no, I don't feel particularly unhappy, but I would like to find out who it was and if in their dead body state they looked a little more nondescript than normal what we do if if that true i don't know it's what we do is we absorb that information and have it in our pockets i guess i mean we have a day if you want to find out that's fine i don't know that it helps i don't see that it helps us with anything but if you're going to assuage your curiosity about it, that's, that's not a more problem what with it me. Is. <clears throat> more curiosity. I'll tell you, man, I'm really, I'm all about this bank robbery of escalating artifacts. I don't know if it's just that it piques my curiosity. In the back of my head, I got that little tickle that we talked about with, you know, ancient artifacts and power. And I mean, we're trying to find ancient artifacts to a larger purpose. And these guys seem to be. Now, the White Raven. 
to, to my knowledge, rarely has noble goals, but at some point, neither did I. Oh, boy, I think Dex needs scratch tickle. You know, the way you fix a tickle. It seemed like the time to have dealt with this would have been yesterday. Well, yesterday, we didn't know they were still kind of around. Well, I thought the reason we didn't go after it yesterday is because the thing that we're dealing with right now is existence. And that is important. Uh, hey guys, you're up really early. Hey, you're well, you're always up here. early. Well, yeah, I mean, I woke up, I slept. Just gonna come check on the ship, check on okay. stuff. All right, I thought you were just gonna, you know, kind of go your own way for a couple of days, but I mean, I I got up on the Sharn nightlife a bit last night, but you know, it's I literally it is don't. what it is. I've never been a part of the Sharn nightlife. The closest I have to Sharn nightlife is killing a shifter who's trying to rob me. Okay, you know what? That's not a friendly anecdote, is it? I could keep that one in mind. Okay, so this has been weird. I'm going to go check on some things, but... Give me a minute before you go anywhere. Eric leaves and goes down below. Is he talking to me? Yeah, I have to assume, because he knows <laughs> that we're not just going to wander off, so... Uh, yeah. Eric goes to find Oriana. Okay. Ship look good, Jace. Booyah say good job on ship. Yeah, thanks. The uh, sails were pretty easy once they were in tatters. Um, still figuring out how to get the mast down. Because it seems pretty well attached to the deck. Don't want to make a big hole in the deck. So, working on that. But, I'll keep you updated. You might just have a stump. You know, like I could cut it. Just have a stump there. Make uh, a chair. Make uh, a table. Uh, we can make a table. I was going to suggest a table. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think good idea. Great idea. Yeah. Nailed it. Okay. Stable table because it's attached to the deck and we can have picnics on the deck. We can attach the chairs to the table to where the chairs won't move either. Now we're on to something. Why would the chairs move Why would the chairs move around? Goblin game. A ship. But we're not on waves. Turning and stuff. Hey, you're back. No, that, that, that was Philip. Philip stepped in to ask in this nonsensical conversation. Oh, this is great radio, guys. This, oh, this no, actually that, is pretty good radio. Um, <laughs> um, do you go to knock on Oriana's? You're the left. <laughs> yes. Yes, I go and I knock on Oriana's door. Um, you uh, knock. And there's no immediate response, although after uh, a few seconds, you do hear some footfalls, and then eventually the door cracks open. It's clear that you woke her up. What's up? Where were you last night? Asleep. How about before that? What time frame were we talking here? Because, uh, say, in 15 minutes before that, I was still asleep. Well... How about where were you a few minutes before the Riedrin ambassador fell to his death? Probably asleep, since I don't know when or where or who that is. You mean insight check? Yeah, my insight's not great, so... I don't have Mr. Zone of Truth hanging around anymore. 
17. 17. It was pretty good. I, I will say it was Roll pretty well. good. It, it's an opposed role. You, uh, she's pretty convincing. You get a sense that there's like, she's irritated by your line of questioning, but it doesn't seem like she's lying outright. You said you wanted to fight someone yesterday. I didn't say, I said I didn't know where to find any. Not neither Redrin dies. I'll be honest with you, I don't have a particular reason to be sorrowful about the death of someone, of a government official from Riedra, as I, I tend to assume anyone who's reached that level is probably in on, what's, on what we're dealing with here. So I'm not here to uh, chastise you or anything, I'm just curious. Well, like you said, I wanted to fight. You didn't know where one could be found. So I went to bed frustrated that night. And now here we are, talking in the morning light. All right. And Beric turns to go. You hear the door shut behind you. Okay, so, yeah, if we get some wood and attach, like, the arm of the chair to the underside, then you could slide in to one side, and it almost be like a, like you could, like, rest your arm and then put your hand underneath your chin. Or we could just get some benches and nail them to the deck. Yeah. Anyway, Eric so, returns. All right, hey, Eric. Hey, I've been waiting. What's up? Nothing. Oh, yeah, he was talking to us, I guess. That's on me. And Jace kind of <laughs> turns and... I genuinely wasn't sure. <laughs> I had a feeling he was talking to us, but I was going to lean into it. Jace walks off. I don't think there's anything to investigate with the Readrin. What? Why? And I look around. Are there any NPCs who are suddenly going to speak up? No. That you can see. And here comes Ricker. <laughs> Cassian around. You're looking at me. <laughs> I. You know what? <clears throat> Dex just goes. Cassian is with an earshot. He'll come running because that's the hey. Let's let's mess around. Let's play. Um, no, Cassian doesn't come running. So, probably right. <laughs> I'm saying, out here in the open air, where things might be overheard, that I went and I did some inquiring about. I did some inquiring about the death of the Readrian ambassador, and I don't think there's anything for us to investigate. Right. One question. Did you use a sending stone or a message that you inquired? <laughs> no, I did not. Understood. It was not required. Gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> We're going to have a more uh, less open air talk about that. Probably that's a good Down idea. Down the road, because what the heck. 
course, that problem might go away once we leave Sharn. Which, I mean, I'm ready to do, I guess. I'm really, the bank robbery thing just seems like a fun thing to do, but you're right, it's not necessary. By I will means. attend with you if you just really want to do it. I'm... I mean, we've got a day. How about, let's just, you know. Bank robbery and murder investigations are notoriously simple. Booyah said, wait, you make inquiry, no use, don't, no leave, sit. i show you what, as soon oh. as we. Oh. There we go. Oh, oh. Boyasi. Rickard. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, Beric, that uh, that in equal measures does and does not surprise me. I understand that. Probably more I mean more does for sure. It's not equal by any means, I'm actually. Um, you all hear footsteps uh, coming back, and it is Jace who says, uh, you know, um, I could probably, if you all are uh, itching to uh, to head out, uh, we could probably start the journey around dinner time tonight. Uh, just give me a day to get the, the rest of the day to get my affairs in order and get good couple good meals in me, and then we should be good to go. I mean, great. Okay. Well, um, I will see you later on tonight. I'm going to run into town and uh, take care of some business. Jace, have a good day. You too, Booyah. Just wonder what was stolen. Because if it's in a Kundarak vault, right? Yes. It means it's probably... Su- it's either super important or just the person has, who owns it has too much money. Whoever, whoever stored it had money and... If you're going to break into a Kundrak vault, you don't break in for something that's not valuable. Someone talk to. I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> ah, well. That's a silly idea. Do you guys want to play poker or something? <laughs> okay, if you all don't have anything else that you want to do, we can flash forward to this evening. This is Philip. If you guys want to go chase the White Raven... Barrack will go with you. Barrack is job focused at this point in our life Barrick. for lots and lots of reasons. For a day. Here. Barrack is, Barrick. I mean, Barrick. we are working on not letting the world die. Bank robbery is, from Barrack's perspective, pretty minimally important. And there are other people who are not vastly overqualified to deal with it. All right. And, and that's, Booyah just kind of follows along with both whatever over you guys and decide. underqualified. By our is what we are under-credentialed. <laughs> Arguably underqualified to actually investigate a bank robbery. Vastly overqualified to deal with people who robbed a bank. Yeah. Deeply un- unqualified, underqualified to actually do an investigation. Oh, my investigation is really high. Now putting those pieces together, <laughs> that's where we fall apart. My insight is low. Okay, so what are we doing? <clears throat> Listen, we'll beat Jace back to the boat. Let's just go. I hate that I have to be the one to say let's go see Thorin, but he's our in, he's our contact. Let's just go see Thorin real quick. Ask him what got stolen, so we know if thing what if things are heading in a certain direction, you know, because he'll have information about it, not just that it is a blank that it is a blank that might have certain identifying factors like large gemstones in them or things like that. All right, we're not gonna chase him down. Not interested in apprehending the White Raven. 
I don't, and maybe it's just me being paranoid. It could be. Uh, well, y'all find we go but check. But our great quest is to find ancient, difficult to get artifacts. It's not our great quest. That's a means to an end. Okay, our great quest involves finding these artifacts. This could be a counter thing. This could be, I don't know what, but it could just be a guy stealing rare stuff, and if so, that's fine. Okay, we go. Let's... So I'm walking. We're walking. We go check. Okay. What if you get to talk to Thor? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we know it's probably, you don't want it to be booyah. Um, you all know the city well enough uh, by this point to quickly and easily navigate it to get up to uh, Thorin's office. Uh, you walk in and you see um, a, uh, a halfling man behind a desk, still half asleep because it is very early, uh, having a cup of coffee. And he sees you all walk in. He's like, hello. Um, can I help you? Yeah, as a <laughs> commander. Hi. No. Fair, yep, sure. You got a hold of me. Let it out. Uh, commander Stone Knuckle available. I, uh, I, I think so. Let me, uh, let me go check real quick. And he hops up and walks through the door into Thorne's office. Um, and, uh, he poses his head back. I was like, yeah, he can, he can see you right now. You walking? <laughs> um, okay. You walk in and you see Thorne behind his desk also having a cup of, uh, a cup of tea, uh, just trying to get the day started and, <laughs> having a cup of coffee. Hey, he's an NPC. <laughs> Thorin? Yeah. Thorin's an NPC? I mean, most of the time. Off camera. He's got a life. He's doing stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, then, so you're saying when you two are having a conversation, Dex is off being an NPC somewhere? <laughs> yep. No. Okay, fine. Thorin is drinking a cup of coffee. Thorin has a white whale for breakfast every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he goes, I don't know, I don't know why I keep doing this. I go, <laughs> every morning I wake up and I think, maybe today, maybe they figured it out. Guys, never. It's always it's always bad. <laughs> maybe drink have some kind of addictive power. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> anyway. Commander good. Stone Knuckle. Yeah. The halfling walks out. Anyway. Anyway, guys, it's good to see you. What are you here for? Dex has some questions for you. You suck. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, listen. Uh, we'll make this quick. I uh, don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, the robberies been happening lately. White Raven Feather, all that stuff. So please somebody else ask him the questions. Because <laughs> now I'm going to go, oh, yes, of course. Yes. The, uh... <laughs> the thing is, you don't know the answer. I know. He needs to give me the answer. <laughs> to ask your character a question that you don't know the answer to. <laughs> I don't know if Thorin does know the answer. Okay, but uh, Eric's so... about to tell me. So, what Booyah want know. That's how this we, works. I know. <laughs> Eric is going to give me the information that I need as my character. Um. Uh, aren't you, Eric? <laughs> I'm, I'm loving what's happening so far, honestly. Um, so, um, Thorin, what you know. Yes. Um, is uh, the, the robbery last night uh, was clearly a, a heavily planned, uh, like, 
well executed job. Um, they got into the vault and only one thing was missing. The whole thing was ransacked where it took time to figure out what was missing. Um, but what was missing was a amulet um, that was a rainy in nature um, and was like uh, tens or just um, hold on. Let me see how old the thing was. Is Arany from from Aranol? Oh, okay. But he said rainy at first. <laughs> a rainy, a rainy amulet. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's gross. It's <laughs> <laughs> an annoying magical property of the little rain cloud following it around, like you're sad in a Charlie Brown episode. <laughs> Frankly, I don't understand why anyone wants it. <laughs> uh, thousands of years old. Thousands of years old. Magical. Um. Yeah, but your investigation got uh, stonewalled pretty quickly by the 12. Specifically, House Kundarak and House Madani wanted to conduct the investigation internally and so have been blocking the uh, the Citadel's capacity pretty pretty well. So Doran's not territorial, so he's kind of like, let's know when you need us, I guess. It's your, it's your stuff and your reputation. And he moves on to... Uh, <laughs> The uh, dead Riedrin. Not in this conversation. All right, so Thorin says, uh, yeah, as a, uh, an amulet. And, uh, or Aaron all. From Aaron all. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's gone. <laughs> gone. Uh, just, I mean, they took it. So, here, here's what happened, guys. I'm sorry. I'm really trying. <laughs> the Kunderax and the, uh, Madonnas, they, uh, they told me they weren't going to cooperate, and I was like, fine, your stuff. Uh, so, that's all the information I have. Would you like a drink? <laughs> I bought a picture of this stuff. Well, yeah, I think you need, you need to stay away from White Whale. Why is Whale too big for you? Uh. <clears throat> I just feel like one day I'll get it. <laughs> that white whale. <laughs> uh. You know what? No one else likes it, but I'm having fun. <laughs> this is going to go down as the worst episode. <laughs> I don't think so, actually. <clears throat> so, fellas, thanks for stopping by. Sorry I couldn't be more help. Whoever's idea this was to chase this uh, trail, uh, th- rethink your things. Uh, whichever one of you three, I'm guessing it was probably uh, not you. He's going to test the decks. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, hey, I um, I like your mask. <laughs> Barrack's not wearing the mask at the moment. He's just wearing the hood right now. <laughs> Sorry. I heard about it. I'm sorry. I'm friends with a local blacksmith. <laughs> he told me about a mask. I hate it. I hate this. So anyway, Jace is back and we're already on the boat. Wow. Yes, we return to the ship. Okay. Um, I don't know what to make of an Iranian amulet. I mean, I mean, me neither. It's very old, I would imagine. That's one go check out bank? 
no, no. I mean, the houses seem like they've <laughs> they're still locked walling, down. Yeah, they're still walling Thorin stone knuckle. They're not going to let us free. <laughs> Probably not going to let us just walk onto the crime scene. Do you think <laughs> that what you call facetious? Facetious? Will you be facetious when say Dex one go facetious? That word. Oh, you were being sarcastic with Dex. That word. Yes. <laughs> we are sorry, Dex. Dex. Dex is unimpressed with your, with your jabs and japes. Uh, I do like the idea of us walking up to be like, excuse me, I'm a private citizen. I have a few questions about your bank robbery. <laughs> Not all of us even citizens of this particular country. That's just true. I mean, you are the Lord of Mismarsh. I mean, that's true. But Booyah is definitely not a citizen. I don't know if I'm a citizen or not. Buya's immigration status is really quite questionable. <laughs> we just brought him with us. Um, okay, so... I just talk about immigration policy for a while. Yep, that's why we're moving on. Um, okay, Woo. so, uh, yeah, I guess the day just gets away from you all and Jace comes back and like, Hey, guys, so y'all ready to uh, take off? God, yes. <laughs> Gods, yes. <laughs> Listen, you work for me. <laughs> <laughs> he could be just referring to one of them. Um, yeah, my, my God, yes. A God, yes. <laughs> hey, what a weird... <laughs> why would Any you, God, why? yes. It's an expression of great frustration. Yeah, what if you're on the outs with Any one God, of them, yes. so you don't want to... You can't invoke all of them right now. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, yeah... Um, you all take off on uh, south for the remainder of the day. Barrick does try to remain in an area where he at least knows where Oriana is. Okay, it's probably not possible for him to do this without her realizing it. Yeah, but he just really would like her to not sneak off. You mean before we disembark? Before we before we take off? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, there are definitely a few moments, uh, during the day where she like rounds a corner and like sees you not like surreptitiously, but like, uh, and she just kind of makes eye contact and then keeps walking um, too soon. Yep. That's fair. She's tr- your she, fault. She does. You her, took my physical eyes. She does her best to <laughs> make eye contact. With, <laughs> uh, she, she looks at the fleshy bits, uh, where your eyes used nope, to be. Hoods down. Um, she looks at your your hood brim. Anyway, she asked about that. I had eyes last time we met. That's fair. <laughs> she probably would have brought that up. It's Eric point. would have explained it to her. Yeah. It's not necessary. I wasn't going to bring it up in the moment, but I was like, she hasn't seen it like this. Um, just another another day of being an acquaintance of Barrick Rowan. Apparently, uh, so. Um, okay. Uh, well, unless there's anything else you all want to get done in Sharn, you all take off across the Thunder Sea. I have a thing I would like to do on the voyage, but not in Sharn. What would you like to do on the voyage? On the voyage, I would like to start keep to begin trying to focus the extreme rage that Oriana apparently feels inside that Beric has not really had any reasonable outlet for her to use or that he could suggest to her because he's not been suggesting go murder people 
But apparently that's where we are, and I don't think Beric realized that's where we are. Yeah. So Beric is going to start trying to teach Oriana the Force. Okay. <laughs> Essentially, we're just gonna he's going to start actually giving her Kinsei training and not just sword training. Okay. Um, and trying to teach her to feel the the weave, the 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 interlocking magics that create this world that is the carcass of a dead primordial dragon. Okay. Um, no, for real. No, I know it is. I just, sometimes <laughs> I think, fuck, this is, this is just all silly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what you're saying is canonically correct, but it doesn't mean I'm going to go, ah, all right, that's us. Um, the goblin. Our, I'll just ask one question in reference to it. Uh, so we don't have to, um, that's fine. Uh, are you are you trying to be more monastic about it, or are you peppering in a little bit of what uh, 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 Daedric um, taught you recently at your trading session? I think he is peppering some of that in because he sees that there is this this energy in Oriana that is apparently now spilling over into murder, uh, and even if. This time, it was probably the murder of someone we don't mind being dead. Mm-hmm. Barrett kind of figures that that will not always be the case when you have a 14? Yeah. 14-year-old running around killing people. Yeah. So, yes. Okay. Let's use that anger to do other things than murder people. Gotcha. Or from a certain point of view, enhance the way. You murder people. <laughs> Beric is going to focus on the doing things other than yeah. murdering people. Okay. Um, well, you all begin your uh, two-week journey south on uh, borrowed time across the Thunder Sea. Um, actually, much longer than that since the uh, place that you all are heading is pretty far inland on Zendrick. Um, so I guess we'll pick up on that next time. You sound real happy about it, Eric. <laughs> sound ex- exu- exuberant about the prospect of moving on. Um, no, we got nearly two weeks on the boat, guys. <laughs> 17 episode arc. Yep. Uh, end of episode, in case that wasn't apparent. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, head on over to the Facebook group, The Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, at The Geek Pantheon. Um, if you would like to join our amazing Patreon community, you can head on over to patreon.com. Uh, slash the geek pantheon uh, and join us over there we have a lot of great tiers with a lot of really cool stuff including um being a show sponsor the names that you hear at the top of every episode are a particular tier of people uh that uh really do go above and beyond to make this the shows possible um so uh yeah we are also proudly part of the d20 radio podcasting network with all kinds of wonderful wonderful podcasts including uh, the Dice for Brains podcast, which is an actual play show uh, using FFG's Star Wars role-playing game system. Um, they took a little bit of a hiatus, but they are back now. So yeah, if you like Star Wars and you like role-playing and you like actual play role-playing podcasts about Star Wars, then they are definitely the show for you. Uh, you can find them and us over at d20radio.com under the podcasting tab, along with all the other amazing shows on the network. Uh, once again, I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip, and I'd like to say that we really like playing D&D with each other. I don't know what's going on right now, but there's some weird juju in the room. (laughs) I'm just standing up because my back hurts. (laughs) I'm still Randy. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) We'll see you next time. 